Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This is Wes Beach of the Plasmatics, and when I want to check out all things KISS, I listen to Time and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loudcast. Kiss Army, Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 133, Gene and Ace on the Don Lane Show, 1980. Yeah, mm. deep cut TV clips from Shout It Out Loudcast. Yes. Mm. This is that's a mysterious title. What could this be about? What could this be? Who's Don Lane? You're about to find out if you don't know. Mr. You're going to find out. Mister, you deceived my family, stolen our horse, and kidnapped my wife. But when you use language like that in front of my kids, you've crossed the line. Yeah, it's not Don Larson like <laughs> Zeus kept calling him. Don Larson, <laughs> after pitching a perfect game in the World Series, he, he sat down with Gene and Ace. And not to be confused with Don Drysdale, who told like that 70s Twitter account, Greg, that his curveball just plain sucked. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was. Then he did one with uh, when Joe Namath visited Bobby Brady. He's like, yeah, you just you just don't have it, kid. <laughs> I want to kiss you. <laughs> I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. I want to kiss you. After Timmy scored the touchdown, (laughs) Jesus tells him he's dead. (laughs) If you look at those artwork, it literally looks like a hockey rink in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) The football field, the kids running to it. Jesus is cheering him on. (laughs) You're dead, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) The super 70s guy is hilarious, man. That guy is the best. I I mean, if if you are a Twitter account. I gotta believe if you're listening to us, you're you're following Super Seventy Sports. If not, oh. it's the greatest Twitter account in the world. Oh, oh. Awesome. A- anyways, he's no Don Lane though. <laughs> no, he's not. No, it's not about no. the Don Lane. It's not about the Don. Lane. Um, it's about the Tom. Love. We uh we did a fucking fun episode last time. I got a lot of feedback, a lot of feedback, um, and we were talking about singers. And the Kiss Singers And obviously we do our poll Like we always do And we did a poll last week And what was that about? There are certain episodes and certain polls Where like the Kiss army out there Shouted out loudcasters Just fucking just lose their mind (laughs) They just lose their fucking minds With the comment The amount of votes that we got in this The comments it it, It was hilarious So we said, you know, we gave examples of songs for each member for our rankings last week. People were critical of our rankings, but w- the, the poll was which of the original four has the best voice. No surprise. 67% said Paul. 
Gene at 16, Peter at 11, Ace at six. So we want ah. that. Yeah. Ah. Um, now, this is great because a Twitter guy by the name of King Cusano. <laughs> who, well, now, wait. Now, be careful because he changed his Twitter name from Mark St. Yon. And the reason he changed it to King Cusano is because he took over the comments on the poll and oh, turned yeah. it into a Vinnie Vincent versus the Eagles argument, <laughs> which was unbelievably ironic because this was two days before we even dropped our Hotel California album review crew episode. And that episode is two days long. It's still going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think we're still taping in the other room. Yeah. Um, and if you that, that means... Uh, uh, for those of you that do like uh, our album review crew episodes, we just dropped one on the Eagles Hotel California. And whoo, is that a mixed bag with you people? Oh, Holy man. shit. It's almost is as, real. Yeah, it's po- as polarizing as poison for different reasons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're getting also at poison. I thought wasn't going to get top for like the amount of people that hated them. Yeah. Um, but this is close. We've got a lot of people that love it and. A lot of people that hated it, but yep. you know what we say? We do the show and we do that, uh, that part of our show because that's our release to get that out about those bands. So correct. Sorry yeah. that some of you guys don't want to leave the whale house of hard rock metal or glam metal, whatever you want to call it. But we do that from time to time, regardless, you're absolutely right. Somehow like with a little foreshadowing hints in there, that got changed into yeah. Vinny Vincent's versus Don Felder. Felder. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so King Cusano said, uh, you guys are insane. Eric Singer is the best voice. Whoa, okay. Yikes. Our buddy Nige, love you guys and totally respect all opinions. But for me, this is really a no-brainer. Paul by far has the best voice. Yes, Gene might be surprisingly varied. Peter has the raspy thing. And yes, Ace is absolutely terrible. But come on. <laughs> <laughs> Paul in his prime was legendary. Oh, and then our new favorite Twitter page, Eric Singer's huge hat. <laughs> he says, it's Paul Stanley without a doubt. Paul Stanley is the voice of Kiss and Gene Simmons is the face and image of the Kiss. Eric is the wearer of hats in Kiss. And in my opinion, Bruce Kulick is the least talked about. No offense to Tommy, but I wish Bruce was still in the band. Okay. Pocket Rocket Ride seems pretty obvious. It's Paul. Peter is a strong second, followed by Gene, then Ace. Gerald, not Saul Rosenberg. This is a great one. Bob Ezrin's kids should have been ranked over Mark and Vinny for, for this stellar work on God of Thunder. Then he goes, also, I think the Wonder Pets may be your most obscure reference to date. Too bad Ace never covered that theme. The phone is ringing. Ah! <laughs> Oh, and here comes the, the 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 first of many from Deuce. Paul is the best vocalist, range control, passion. Gene is the most unique vocalist. Zeus described the three or four sounds of Gene perfectly. Ace is my favorite. Oh, God, he gets my vote. Sorry, Deuce. Then King Kusano starts losing his mind again. Steve jumps in here and says, even though Gene's always been his favorite, he goes with Paul. John Schaefer, uh, Paul definitely has more range than the others, but at the same time, I don't think he learned to sing until he did phantom wow okay and then he then he posts a uh a youtube video about uh kiss detroit rock city paul stanley vocals oh, interesting vincent 
Don't call him Roman Maroney. <laughs> I would like to direct this to the distinguished members of the panel. You lousy corksuckers. You have violated my Fargan rights. This Samanambaching country was founded so that the liberties of common patriotic citizens like me could not be taken away by a bunch of Fargan ice holes like yourselves. Uh, at his prime, Paul had the best voice in Kiss. He's the most versatile and best range. Gene actually was more disciplined voice until Paul got to the late 80s. Okay. Casey Campbell. Sorry, it's Paul. Paul's the voice of Kiss. Gene Simmons is the image of Kiss. Our buddy, I love it louder. Obviously, best voice has to be Paul and very recognizable. But come on, Zeus, you're better than that. I'm not a super fan. More medium. Gene and Peter have amazing and unique voices. Spot on about the Beatles. Also, the Eagles comparison was great. More Eagles, less Vinnie Vincent invasion talk. <laughs> um, and then that just sent King Kusanu slash Mark St. Yon in a tailspin. Uh, lovely Lance, Paul gets my vo- better vocal range. Sean Grief, Paul has the best voice for the first 35 years. Gene has the best of the last 10 years. Okay. Uh, Austin, I love listening to you guys. I just started about a month ago, and I love hearing all the drafts in the list. That being said, if we're truly voting for voice, voice only... It has to be Paul. Maybe it's because I'm a self-admitted Paul Stanley pole smoker. (laughs) Uh, Dish the metal. Paul, no question. Purely on a technical basis. His range blows every other vocalist out of the water. Zeus saying he's not as distinctive as Sebastian Bach or others, if I heard that correctly. Those guys wouldn't have a career without Paul's voice paving the way. Interesting point. Yeah, but I don't know what one had to do with the other. Right. I see that, too. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. All I'm saying is. You put a Paul Stanley song on us and people listening to a kiss podcast will pick it out. Of course. But I'm saying for people that kiss isn't one of their favorite bands, they know a couple kiss songs. You put something on and you put like a uh, Sebastian Bach voice on or rat or, you know, Stephen Piercy. I, I think of someone like my brother, he'll pick out Stephen Piercy's voice. Before he'll pick all Paul Stanley. That's all. I yeah, but that at. could also have something to do with those bands were bigger than Kiss in the eighties, so they have more of a imprint for non Kiss no, or non Kiss. He fans. was right there with me with Kiss. Yeah, seventies. But stuff. for you, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, but all I'm just saying is, uh, it's not like, he, and it's not a better voice. I'm not saying Stephen Pierce has a better voice than Paul. I'm more just saying distinctive. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Aussies. Am I saying Aussies got a better voice than those singers? No, right. but right. you know it. Scott says, for me, it's Paul easily, but interesting that the band's first U.S. top 30 singles were Gene, Peter, Peter, and Gene. And then Ace had New York Groove. This must have greatly annoyed Paul. That is interesting. Okay, that's good. Uh, Then we got one from Woo Pig Brewery. One of the things I always enjoyed with the original lineup was that all four brought different things to the table as vocalists. I enjoyed each of the four in their own way. Always felt, and I still do, that Paul has the best singing voice of the bunch. Lee Bruton, love Paul Stanley, but I got to go for Gene on this one, mainly because live Gene's voice seems not to have altered at all. P.S. You guys make awesome Kiss playlists. Ooh, good one, Lee. And stay tuned for that. There might be more of that. A lot of people saying, Paul, Paul. David King says, I don't like aces at all. (laughs) Uh, Party man, Paul has the best Gene. Paul had the best voice. Gene has the best voice. Peter's voice was awesome in 70s Kiss. Ace is ace. Danny Spanks. 
Paul is the best voice, but both Gene and Ace are very distinct and unique. That definitely made the band even better. Peter too. Graham Stockdale, Peter for me, then Paul, Gene, and Ace. I would vote Peter just on strange ways alone. Ooh, okay. Steve DeDisco says, voice to me has nothing to do with range. Paul is the superior singer, but for me, Peter has the best voice. Okay. Josiah Horn, Gene has a very nice voice, but there really isn't much competition against Paul. In my opinion, he should be included among some of the greatest rock and roll vocalists. I won't argue with that. On the fly, if Paul has the best voice, some of the best performance he had was unplugged. Peter would be second. His voice is unique. Gene third, Ace fourth. And yes, I am an Ace fan, but his voice isn't the strongest. Dave, super Paul fan. (laughs) Paul, no contest. Then Gene, then Peter, then Ace. Ace doesn't sing. He talks. That's got. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Then Stuart H goes, who voted for Ace? (laughs) Many years since I was here. I don't know. (laughs) Shane Swan. Gene's my favorite. Paul's definitely the best late seventies through eighties and nineties. Gene just amazes me how his vocal has just not wavered since he sings deuce and many others, just as good as he always did. Oh, it's Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) (laughs) The malevolent order. Oh God! I I, I just, I'm just trying, I'm throw just, all, throw all those fucking ad libs on uh, the dark light. That's Go ahead. Fun. I I can't wait to do the elevator. And you oh. won't know what it is. <laughs> oh, Corey what Thomas. I don't know. I don't know. Is that what he does? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Stanley, ever seen him? <laughs> Don't say how. Is that what he does? <laughs> hey, you know, it's his personal business. He's with a parakeet. <laughs> Please watch that video. Find it on YouTube, people. It's my favorite thing. He's just on the couch, his glasses down low. The guy just uses the most descriptive method to question something. It's just going. Is that what he does? Is that what he does? Oh, shit. All right. Ask us for the video. I'll send it to you. Corey Thomas, who we have to thank Corey, and we'll get into that specifically later, but we got to thank Corey. We love her. Absolutely. Everyone has their opinion, but Zeus, third? What the fuck? Seriously, you must be crazy. You guys make me laugh. I look forward to every show, and I would love a get-together with the Shout It Out Loudcast family. Oh, oh That is the extreme Patreon tier, Corey. You, yeah. that, that's the super tier. We Where come we to your invite house. people. Yeah, we come we'll to have no, like we, a barbecue, and you can yeah. come and hang out. and We do a live cast with everybody. Throw up in the toilet. Do yeah, whatever exactly. Want. Right. Yes, that's exactly right. Alessandro Rourke, I voted for Gene based on the longevity of the band. He has the strongest voice still, and he has many voices. But I do remember your review of his Baby Driver demo. Oh, shit. Remember that? Wow. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, let's just go over a couple more things from Twitter, and then we will move it along. Peter, Everybody loves Peter's voice. Um, it's a shame that Bruce, Eric Carr, and Vinny never got the chance to sing more. <laughs> DG from Tennessee. Peter Chris better than Paul? Woo. Our buddy Sonny. This is not a burner account. This is actually Sonny. 
No, he's uh, saving those for the Eagles review. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any negative Eagles reviews are from the Pooney Burner account system. Absolutely. Sonny's got Paul number one and Peter number two. Wow. What? Yeah, interesting. And then this, let's see. Then we get into, okay, we got one here, B. I've heard about the archaic torture methods used at Guantanamo Bay, waterboarding and the like. Years ago, I thought a combo of watching Schwarzenegger and Batman and Robin or listening to Barry Manilow on repeat would have worked just as well. But I think I was way off. It turns out that listening to Dark Light on repeat with Ace's fresh out of the pub, atonal abomination of a melody line (laughs) is far superior torture (laughs) method. Too late to use it now again. Great show again, guys. I'm a gene guy. Let me repeat that. So he calls Dark Light Ace's fresh out of the pub, atonal abomination of a melody line. We might have to have this guy on for our elder review. That's fantastic. That's excellent. JC says, I am new to this podcast. I used to listen to three sides. I'm loving this one. Wow. Thank you, JC. That's fantastic. Love it. Yeah. To each their own. We've made this comment many times before. Everybody can listen to everybody. Maybe one of the other Kiss podcasts has a great guest. And you want to listen to them. Maybe you want to do your college thesis on the elder. So you're going to listen to a specific podcast who's very serious and meticulous. Maybe you just want to listen to kiss and have fun and listen to the good parts and listen to the bad parts. That's how we describe us. You, you, you know, we're just going to talk about kiss and include you guys in the conversation. Oh yeah. There's good parts and bad parts. We shit on them and we love them. So yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just reading JC's comment, you know, to, just to add on that, Tommy, just, we, we love a lot of these podcasts. That's why we're friends with a ton of them. Everybody has something to offer. It's quite simple. If you like somebody, listen to them. Absolutely. If you don't, don't listen to them. Everybody's I subscribe. This for, yeah. Everybody's doing this for fun. Yeah, so, and I, you know, there's no need to like get all personal. Like this guy's a fucking dick. Yeah, let's have some fun, but we don't have to get like all like that. That's stupid. I, I listen. I subscribe to a shit ton of podcasts that all cover the exact same topic. And certain podcasts cover that topic in a different way, and I love them all. So do what you want. I mean, if if you come to us, that's fantastic. Thank you. No, because if they come to us, they're not going anywhere else, anyways. That's true. Right? It's Shop us last. On- it's it's like that dealership up in uh, Massachusetts. Shop us last. You'll love us. <laughs> Who is that? Commonwealth Motors up on 495. Yeah. Shop us last. You'll love us. If you only have time for a podcast, you know you're coming here and we want you to come here. Of course. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it for Twitter, my friend. Go to uh, Facebook. Nice. What's it, what, what do they got there? All right. Over on the Book of Face <laughs> on our Facebook page, Max Lynch, Zeus constructed the superior vocalist. Tom was correct on only potentially covering Aerosmith from the 70s. I'd prefer it to be extreme, though. Maybe. He's referring yeah. to that question that we got from the user about asking about Boston bands and stuff. Yep. Yeah, no need to be talking about extreme, though. Really? <laughs> You're, I can't believe no. Really? Okay. No. That's a fucking sunny band, and he can keep them. Wow. Uh, I like I like, ex- I like extreme. He's from Boston. Oh, we got to sign that player. He's from fucking Dorchester. Yeah, I can't believe they didn't draft that guy from Bill Ricca. Yeah. 
Boston, we, we have so much of that Homer shit in us. Oh, oh yeah, they're from fucking down the street in Somerville. Like, yeah, but that being said, I do like Extreme. I don't care that they're from Boston. Yeah, I do I like, them. like them because I don't like And, like, you can like whoever you want. And oh, Sonny has the right to like bad bands. I mean, that's his. <laughs> that's his prerogative. I don't give a shit. Ooh, wholehearted. Ooh. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here it comes. Ooh. I love when people. I thought you would pick more, more than, than more than war. Exactly. There's a fucking wimpy tune right there. And oh. if you don't like what I'm saying, get the funk out. Is that them? That's a great tune. Get the funk out. Come on. That reminds me of the Beavis and Butthead skit. Funk that. <laughs> funk daddy. I love. If you don't like it, get the funk out. You like extreme from the '90s. Yeah. Yet you don't like Aerosmith from the 90s. I don't no. get it. Aerosmith from the 90s is terrible. It's the same style. No, it is absolutely not. Except not Aerosmith even. has talent. No. Oh, dude, now we're going to get into an extreme thing, and I'm going to have to tell you how Nuno Betancourt is one okay. of the greatest, yeah. one of the most underrated guitarists. I know. I I've heard it, and I'll uh, and I'll get Tony Musalem, like, <laughs> I don't know, turning into fucking, what do you call it again? Oh, miserable. <laughs> He'll put a fucking curse on you Yeah, you know, get the church of Satan against me Yeah, and this is what I mean by that Can he play fluently and like all sorts of artistic shit Okay, he's not a He's not a Vinnie Vincent guy He's not not like a Vinnie Vincent guy But make good music with it I can't believe you don't like extreme I'm honestly, I'm surprised that you think they're bad I just never got into him. I, you okay, know, I, you know me. Everything is fucking hyped up just like, to kind of. I know, but I, I will say, it, don't don't, don't jabs in there. It, extremes not fucking dangerous toys. Okay, they're no. good. <laughs> I mean, you might not like them, but you know why I don't like them, and I'm mocking them because Sonny likes them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Sonny doesn't like them. Sonny like like sleeps with an extreme pillow. Oh, he has a Nuno Betancourt blow up doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just to me, if you're that good, then I should like your music. Oh, it's a that's Gene, a bad. It's a Gene Simmons thing. I don't want to hear. I want that's hear not extreme. Extreme doesn't do that though. That shows you that you don't listen to them enough. If you think they do that, yeah. Well, then they should have better music that I would listen to. Oh my God, keep going, please. <laughs> Here we go. And then someone's go, yeah, but you like the Eagles? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. And you know what it's like to like the Eagles. <laughs> yes, uh, I do. All right. Over at Joseph Collins. Uh, just started listening a week ago. And my first Kiss concert was the Hot in the Shade show in Mansfield. Yes, I was there too, buddy. Yeah. You were the guy that was like, dude, you just spilled that shit on my new fucking Jordans? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, Don't You guys got to a fight in the pocket line. I know you did. Yeah, because we were fighting about extreme because you're a Boston <laughs> band. <laughs> it sucks. I love this band. Uh, awesome. You were there too. Yes. Do you remember it started raining before tears are falling? No, because I had seats that were covered. So if it rained, I I was it. in the lawn section. Ah, there you my go, buddy. Dad, sister, and cousin. There you go. I still have my concert show shirt from the show. Oh, see, I don't. That's a huge regret for me, but good for you, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, you made my uh, partner Tom's day by telling this story. Love um, it. And then he you told him awesome. And then he wrote, <laughs> here we go again. I've been listening to three sides and they're all good guys and put on a great podcast. 
But I looked for another podcast and found you guys. Love the Jeopardy and, tri- and trivia, but I think I would definitely win. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for the kind words. You, by the way, I'm not going to doubt you. You probably would win. Yeah, that's not a compliment <laughs> that you can beat us. <laughs> I'm not going to challenge you on that, buddy. Yeah. So apparently, Joseph is the JC that told us on Twitter he used to listen to three sides. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, wow. could be. Okay. Could be. Yep. Charles Eaton, don't call me Mark Eaton, who <laughs> makes his appearance again. <laughs> the former Utah Jazz and current mascot of Shout It Out Loudcast. You realize what's happening to the show right now? This is the Shout Out Loudcast is turning into what the Howard Stern show was when he had his whack pack. We <laughs> yeah. had like you had like crackhead Bob and Beetlejuice and Elephant Boy and Hank the Angry Dwarf. We have like characters on the show now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mark Eaton basketball Utah great is hanging out with fucking Vincent fucking Roman Maroney. Roman Maroney. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So Mark Eaton says, for my list, best vocalist of Kiss Through the Eras. Number 10, Mark St. John. Number nine, Vinny, Private Cusano, he writes. Number eight, take it, Bruce. I love that line. Mm. Uh, seventh is Eric Singer on the drums. Six is Space Ace. Five, Eric Carr. Four, Tommy. Third, yeah. Peter Chris, runner up Gene. Best vocalist. On of Kiss on my list, conjuring up Hall and Oates was Paul. When his voice was on, it was impressive. I find it very distinctive. Gene was a very close second, and Pete was a mere inches behind him. For every great vocal performance that Ace had, he had a clinker. I mean, I think he meant to say clunker to balance it out. Everyone else uh, in the uh, top eight contributed at least one lead vocal and backup vocal that didn't factor on my list. I was surprised. Shot me. That I had Tommy at fourth when things measured out. Fun topic, guys. Great episode. Awesome. Antonio Puccio. Now, now we may have to have, find some more Italian theme music. Because that is name. one Italian-sounding name. That is a fantastic name. Wasn't there a composer named Puccio? They all have their own great sound. Dave Megan. This is Kiss. Wait, wait, wait. Dave Megan? Me- <laughs> He's out of prison? Is he in jail, David yeah. Megan? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's got a Facebook uh, account? Listen to Kiss? Okay. Dave Megan, this is Kiss. Everyone else are were Kiss employees. And he's got a picture of Paul and Gene. Interesting. Uh, Nicholas Buckland. Oh, Sounds nice. like a fun one. That's Nicholas, who was a previous guest on the show. Yeah. He had his book, The Hottest Brand in the Land, and he does a, a show, too, about Kiss collectibles and stuff. He, great guy. Good stuff. Check him out and check out his book. Awesome yep. stuff. Over on our group page, Jim Schmitz. Great concept. Looking forward to listening. Paul Heater, H-U-Y-T-E-R. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, buddy. Uh, looking forward to it. Paul is obviously the best vocalist, but I've always preferred Gene's unique growl roar. His songs are usually my favorite tracks. Then I went back and forth a little bit with him, talking about different things to be uh, keep in mind. Uh, Gina Stellar, great band pictures. Okay. Go, Tom. Nice. Graham Richley, first up, high five to Costa Vucinas. Oh, yeah. For the best email of all time. Perfect work, buddy. To this week's episode, holy fuck. Peter Chris Bessinger and Kiss, he can't even hold the last note in Beth Live ever. Oof. Which, 
of Gene or Paul is the best is debatable, but I doubt Gene has the range to do Phantom. And how the hell can you have Ace behind Bruce K? Ace's songs are pretty much always my favorite on Kiss albums. Shock me. Dark Light, 2000 Man, Into the Void. And that is because of his unique delivery. Yeah, I think he's talking about the way he talks. Yeah. Uh, You're way too hard on the dude. My order of pure singing ability would be Paul, Gene, Eric S., Tommy, Peter, Ace, Eric C., Bruce. So let me get this straight. Um, You have him like one spot in front of where I had him, and I'm being hard on him? I thought thought that too, but... Yeah, that was yeah, interesting. Graham, I love you, brother, but it, you know, at this point, um I just disagree, man. I disagree. Ace talks. Yeah. Uh there are songs where you listen to him and you're like, okay, this isn't bad. But that's what you say. This isn't bad. Yeah. There's never like, oh man, this guy, who's this singing? And when you hear him live, you're always like, oh shit, is he gonna fuck this one up? That's my opinion. And there are too many songs of his that you're like, oh my god, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we yeah we did his solo album. Go back and listen. You can figure out which ones are horrible. Yeah. Let's go over to YouTube. YouTube. All right, Johnny, be good. Peter and Gene should have done more shared vocals, like on "Nothing to Lose." Agree with that, uh, Mister Antonio, two thousand five. In my opinion, Paul Stanley's the best singer Kiss has ever had, whether 70s, 80s, 90s. Peter and Gene round out my top three. I respectfully place Space Ace higher than Tommy and Bruce, just simply for the uniqueness of his voice in his 78 solo album. Lastly, rest in peace, Gary Corbett. Great person, great musician. Will mm-hmm. be missed. That's a good one, uh, Mr. Antonio, 2005. Yep. Mark Stewart. It was hard for me to pick the best vocalist in Kiss because Eric Carr was amazing. Paul in the 70s and 80s was incredible. I'm just going to mention my opinion the best of the two. Gene, because like Tom, his best demonic vocal was Unholy, and his vocal on Only You are fantastic. Yep. However, even though everyone feels this is a cheesy puff song, his vocal ability on the 78 solo album, Always Near You, Nowhere to Hide, are incredible. Oh. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. I totally forgot about that. Great. We great. all did because the song blows. Oh, the song is awesome. Oh, oh he fucking hits that note. You. Oh, great. I, I completely blanked on that one. That was Good. fucking awesome, Mark. Uh, especially at the song's climax. You cannot deny that. I can't. Tommy can. <laughs> I can my definitely. Vocals, yeah, but my favorite vocal is on. Rock and roll over. Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. Peter's primal screams reek of hard rock of the 70s. His vocals are like Rod Stewart meets Ted Nugent. Every time I hear that song, I hit the repeat button and increase the volume. I nice. also go straight to air drum mode. Mm-hmm. Great oh, stuff. Wonderful, yep. Mark. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Marty White jumps in and says, Uh-oh. a lot of people trash Gene's album, but I like it a lot. Sure, it's a collection of unrelated songs. But even when Wish Upon a Star is better than Ozone. I agree with that. It's way better. It is. Mark, uh, Marty also adds his own comment, of course. Paul and Gene always says Peter was tone deaf and needed a thousand takes in the studio to get something decent. I never believed that until I heard his one for all record. Peter without a producer is like Ace Ace Fraley without a fish fillet. (laughs) 
Sad thing is, though, Peter took a job a few years back as a clown for kids' birthday parties. Oh, no. We hired him for my four-year-old's niece's party. The first act of his clown show began when Peter popping out from behind a curtain while his rendition of Send in the Clowns played in the background. When Peter popped out, he was shocked that everyone left. The only two people left were my niece and me. She was crying and reached for me to pick her up. Peter could be heard muttering, bunch of fucking brats, damn fuckos, under his breath. <laughs> Poor Peter. We'll get to yeah. him. We'll get to and, him. Uh, I do have one DM I want to read. Okay, cool. And this is from Rob Moody, who sent us a DM, I believe, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Just finished the Singers episode again. Great job. I really enjoyed the depth you guys expose about our favorite band. I, like many Kiss fans, don't have that friend I can call and talk Kiss with. Your show fills that void for me, and I love you guys for it. I'm just going to skip my favorite vocal performances in order. Eric Carr, Young and Wasted on Animalized Live. I just found to be a lot of fun and watch in my favorite from him. Ace, wiped out, and he puts this, Ugh. you know, emoji of uh, sh shoulder shrugs. Yep. I love just raspy jazz and blues feel. Baby Driver and Hooligan, dumb song, but still fun. Yeah, Hooligan. <laughs> my favorite gene is the unplugged version of World Without Heroes and Domino. Ooh, Paul, okay. I think, is best on Thrills in the Night, A Million to One, in Crazy Night's album. Just my take. Thanks, guys. By the way, to answer your question of who would have been better singer for a song, I've always thought Peter should have sang Cold Gin. Thought it was funny you mentioned that, too. Okay, nice. Good one. Thanks, Rob. That was awesome. Very Keep the DMs coming, guys. Absolutely. That was great. So we got a couple emails we're going to get to here, and uh, then we're going to move on. So we got uh, Michael Murphy. Uh, awesome podcast as a casual kiss fan. My band is Pearl jam. Woohoo. Pay attention there, Michael. I recently found out about you guys while listening to Jericho's podcast, the rat classic album clash. So I gave you guys a listen. Awesome. That's great. Again, while I am not a diehard kiss fan, I'm well aware of their music and colorful history. After listening to a bunch of past episodes, you guys make listening hilarious. And I find it fascinating. The detail that you go into covering some of the subjects. I recently became a first time father at the age of 41. So there have been a bunch of sleepless nights where I'm up trying to get a beautiful little baby girl to fall asleep. <laughs> this difficult task is made much more tolerable by, tolerable by listening to you guys discuss all things Kiss, as well as a lot of the rock music that I grew up obsessively listening to and still do to this day. I'm a big fan of the bonus episode album reviews, and based on some of the opinions rendered during these reviews, I in complete agreement that Sonny should, in fact, eat a dick. Eat a dick, Sonny. <laughs> for that clip. Oh, that is the greatest clip ever. Just wanted to drop a line and say thanks for the countless hours of entertainment that you guys have provided me these past few weeks. And I look forward to many hours to come. Cheers, Mike from Greenville, South Carolina. P.S. When are you going to torture Sonny with a Pearl Jam versus bonus album review? Oh. I'm like, you, you might not have to wait as long as you think. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. That's awesome. And uh, God bless you, little baby girl. And, uh, you know, put on the Paul Stanley solo album. That'll soothe her beautifully. Great oh. album. Put on Hold Me, Touch Me. She'll fall asleep. But then again, you might too. Yeah. We, uh, we all remember those days. Oh, yeah. There is uh, a Kiss Rockabye CD. Isn't that's there? true. Yes, there is. Yep. I used to have those. I had a yep. jewel one in a... 
Forget about the other. And I had an Eagles one. Ooh, Jewel. Oh, it's fucking so much. Just wait till we do Spirit Jewel album review crew. No, I I don't. I just want I want to look at Jewel. I don't want to hear her. Oh, Oh, Spirit. All right, here we go. Our our, favorite albums. Our buddy Angelo Capasso. He says, perfection. Hi, Tom and Zeus. Zeus, I have listened to every Shout It Out Loud cast in this is the first time you hit it out of the park. This is the first time, Angelo? Come on. Bravo. It's like your list was pulled from my head. It was exactly the same way I have all four originals. Tom, I can see your love for Gene. Don't get me wrong. His voice is so diverse. But I have Peter winning by an excited nipple over Gene. Okay. Yeah. Paul is a great front man, but his vocals at time is mediocre at best. Nothing that grabs you by the balls like Peter. I won't even bother with Ace. But I, gr- <laughs> but I agree with you both. The original four members were special in the vocal department, even Ace. Hope your summer is going well. Be safe and keep rocking, Angelo. All right, Angelo. Love it. Thank you, buddy. Emails are rocking so far. I love it. I love it. Our buddy James Thompson. James, we love your emails, buddy. And we believe me, me and Zeus read every word of them. Um, I'm going to kind of do a little paraphrasing here uh, just for the show here. But uh, hey, boys, I don't have a lot to chime in regarding the vocalist rankings. I mostly agree, even shoving Ace to the bottom. I probably would have ranked Eric Singer up higher than either of you did. But overall, I agree with your collective takes. Good show this week, as always. Then he gives us some information, you know, uh, some of his thoughts on uh, the set list and Paul's vocals. Good stuff, as always, from James. We love looking at these emails. I mean, he just goes into depth. And again, we Zeus and I read every word of them, so keep them coming, buddy. We, we appreciate them. Our buddy Wes Beach chiming in with another uh, another email here about vocals. Um, talking about Paul is number one. Gene is a close second. Peter has to be number three, he says. And then he talks about Ace saying his style is instantly recognizable. I find his nasal Bronx wine an endearing quality. Something I share with him in the success of his solo album just further cements my ranking. Great stuff from Wes. Looking forward to your next installment. Uh, Wes, thank you. Uh, and if you guys missed our previous episode where Wes was actually a guest on our show, check that out. Awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. An email from our good friend, Stephen Wood. He says, hello, non-fungible tokeners. <laughs> well, the NFTs. I enjoyed the episode, except for the part where I had to break out my patented Ace Cult tissues to mop up my tears as you guys were hammering his singing ability. It's not your place. <laughs> I decided to make a list of five songs, which I feel represent each of the four original members and some commentary on each. So we're going to paraphrase this fantastic email. So he says Ace is at four. He mentions Dark Light, Torpedo Girl, Hard Time, Speeding Back to My Baby and Rip It Out. Peter Fucko Chris at number three. He references Strange Ways, Beth, Nothing to Lose, Baby Driver and Black Diamond. Gene Stockbroker Simmons from Kiss. He mentions God of Thunder, World Without Heroes, Fits Like a Glove. I agree. Gene's aggression on that one. Back to the Stone Age. I like it. Ladies in Waiting. That's a good one. Then he's got number two. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he's got, oh, then he's got, then he's got Paul and he says, Star Child is the king. He's got Hide Your Heart, Just a Boy. Yikes. All's hell, all hell's breaking loose. I'll fight hell to hold you. Oh, oh. Number one, it's all right. Oh, yeah. We love that off the solo album. Great stuff. We love, we love you, Steven. Thank you, buddy. Uh, big fan of the show. And then we're going to finish off with a fantastic email from a very loyal listener and a loyal emailer. And this is Mike H. 
why I find your show superior to other Kiss casts. You guys seem to be fans, which is important. You guys aren't sitting on a perch talking down to the unwashed masses, giving your opinions like we should agree with everything you say. To hell with the people. To hell with the people who don't appreciate the feedback segment. All you're doing is allowing the people who don't have a microphone the ability to express themselves. I find that to be a very important and entertaining part of your program. I appreciate that, and I look forward to hearing not only your opinions, but others as well. This is one of the things that sets your show above most others. You give your listening audience their own soapbox. Not all of us have the time and resources to have a show, but we all have something to share, and you provide the avenue to let us be heard. That is a big reason why your show is so special and enjoyable. Thank you, Mike H. No, Mike, thank you. That is amazing, fantastic, and you, the fan, our comment of the week, Mike, we appreciate those kind words. You get it. That's exactly why we do what we do with these feedback segments. Thank you, Mike. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a great email on a night of great emails tonight. Amazing feedback. You guys are stepping yeah. up your game here. It's just, you, you guys, I, we love it. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. Maybe I'll get a couple of free posters out of it. Yeah. Get a couple of posters, maybe a couple of our tour books, you know, maybe something from the dynasty era, if I can get those. And if you don't like the way I said that that's the best song, you're wrong and you're out of here and you can fuck off. Just don't understand why people have to be so rude. Oh man, there we go. Maybe I can take some pictures and share them with you. It was Ace. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get we're, 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 we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> anyway, oh, boy, woo, Tom. Uh, before we get into uh, Kiss World, want to give a shout out to Patreon. Our Patreon account is where people can come and help and uh, contribute to the podcast. Uh, when you do, you uh, become part of the Patreon family. What does that mean? Check it out. Uh, you can find the different four tiers that we have and see if one of those is one that you want to join and become a Patreon member of Shout It Out Loudcast. Uh, we have different things that offer you guys for your your kindness and for your generosity and for being uh, on the, in the Patreon family with the rest of the fun loudcasters that are there. Now uh, we take uh, the Patreon guys, the family very seriously. We, uh, we have special things earmarked for them. And if you feel like it's something that you might be interested in, please go to patreon.com P A T R E O N. You go to the Patreon app or, you can find it in the information, the link in the episode, wherever you get the podcast. We always have links. And, you know, along with our social media accounts, our email, there's a link to Patreon. Find out, take a look, and see if there's anything in there that interests you. Uh, this week, we have a new Patreon subscriber, and I believe we read one of his emails or, or Twitter or Facebook, and that is Austin Murdoch. So, Austin, thank you. Greatly appreciate you jumping on board. We hope you have some fun with it. We uh, think that the gang over on uh, 
The Shout Out Loudcast Patreon account does have fun with it. And uh, we we thank you for all your generosity. And we hope you have some fun with it. Absolutely. Austin, specifically, thank you, my friend. That's amazing. We greatly appreciate you jumping on board, being part of the Patreon family. Uh, and a shout out to everybody that has been part of the uh, the Patreon family. We thank you guys every week and you deserve it. The gratitude we have for you and your generosity uh, is something that we can't re- even measure in words. So we're uh, we're very grateful that you guys are taking the time to be part of that. And uh, again, thank you. And Austin, welcome to the Patreon family. Thank you. Tom, what we do now is we go over to Kiss World and talk about what's going on. Yeah, a couple things involving Peter Chris. So there was a picture floating around on social media um, that, you know, got people talking, got people, you know, a little bit feeling nostalgic, maybe a little concerned because the picture of Peter, he looked very, very old. Uh, if, if he I looked be, frail. If he look, you know what it is? He looked sick. And I and I don't want to, uh, and I'm, I'm saying that having no knowledge of anything but he looked like somebody who's not just old, but somebody that might be not in very good health. I, again, I don't know anything. That's just my judgment based on the picture. And I know you guys have seen it. We, we shared it on some of our social medias. Look, we love Peter and we're just, we're hoping that he is in the best shape that he can possibly be. Uh, we bring him up because he is going to be at some of those comic cons that we talked about. And uh, last week after we recorded, we found out that he's going to be at another event. Um, this is the New Jersey Horror Convention and Film Festival, uh, which is in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, they're doing a show in September and November. Peter apparently is going to be there in November, November 12th, 13th, and 14th. He's going to be there. And I'm telling you, Zeus and I might be going to that for two reasons. A, Peter Chris is going to be there. B, it's a horror convention, and that's my thing, and it's in New Jersey. Plus, the chick from Friday the 13th, Part 7... The chick from Halloween five. Come on. How can you not? I mean, that's, that's a bigger deal than Peter Chris, right? Zeus. Yeah. Uh, I joked about that shit. I'm like, and you're like, yeah, she is. That's so-and-so. Yeah. (laughs) That's a very, that's that's a very, it's a very important part of horror history. Why are you mocking that? (laughs) So what, what was your motivation when the knife slashed your throat in Friday 13 part six? Well, my motivation was to get paid. That's about it. Other than that, and then come and do these comic cons and get my picture taken with idiots like you. That's about it. So, uh, so yeah, that's so Peter's staying active. Um, but again, that picture was kind of uh, a little bit alarming to some people, but we'll see. We, you know, God, God bless Peter. We love him. And then another little bit of, you know, news or, you know, something interesting that we saw on social media was that Eddie Trunk tweeted out. That he was just interviewed for an unauthorized KISS documentary that is going to be on the Reels Network, which is R-E-E-L-Z, R-I-Z-Z-O, <laughs> which is part of the Reels channel. It's a cable It's a cable channel. I don't even know. I've never even fucking heard of it, so I don't even know, but it's out there. Um, so he, yeah, he he tweeted out that he was part of that. He was interviewed for it. It looks like it's going to be an unauthorized doc on the band. So I don't know anything more other than what he uh, tweeted out. He might have more information, but we'll see if there's anybody else part of that that might, you know, give some uh, dirty details about the band as opposed to the A&E biography, which, of course, we love. And we talked about that in depth. So, but yeah, uh, other than news, Zeus, what, what you got? Anything, uh, anything that Peter and Gina talking about, maybe? Stockbroker Simmons, usual stuff on Twitter. Yep. The one thing I wanted to bring up was Tommy. He put a picture up yeah. and it was like a little collage of photos of him on the beach, 
uh, walking with people, standing in his vineyard, and uh, making sandcastles. What I was saying to you being, earlier, being tied up to the pier. <laughs> yeah. like, I could totally like picture whoever he was, or I'm sure he didn't make that sandcastle, but I could picture him being there with like family and friends, maybe a little nephew or niece, like playing with them. And some guy walks by and goes, Hey, fuck you, fake ace. It's not <laughs> kicking the fucking castle down. <laughs> or he's like walking, holding hands with his girlfriend. And some guy's like, Fake ace. And it's just like, He's like, and it just ruins his day Like he probably hears it nonstop, Which leads me to something else And I'm going to tell you a little quick story I don't think I've told the story about this kid Have I told you the story of Cukes? <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Here we go This was a kid in high school I, I remember growing up with him He's kind of a nerdy kid Whatever he did his thing uh, I didn't remember anything about him Like He's, I, always, he's always pulling at his pants <laughs> and- <laughs> It was a kind of a big kid and whatever. And I went to grade school with him, went to junior high, ended up in high school. Well, supposedly the poor kid ended up working at Stop and Shop. And and so, so like, you know, you don't you don't think of these kids like that you don't hang out, they're not in your peer, and he's kind of a nerdy kind of kid. And whatever. It didn't bother me. I don't bother him, whatever. But apparently when working at Stop and Shop, the rumor was that somebody caught him in the bathroom with a cucumber up his ass. <laughs> and you know cukes. that's not true. Yeah, cukes. <laughs> so they, anytime he would walk the hall, people would go, cucumber! <laughs> and I can like picture him like being like on a, like a nice day. And I know this is awful now. Like you, you're grown up. You don't think it's funny, but it's like the poor kid would probably have like a nice day. Maybe he's talking to a girl that he's like, oh, it's not. And be some fucking asshole. Well, you, go, yeah, you. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, you're the. I, I knew the kid. I wouldn't. I didn't do that shit. To him. Oh, okay. But the other kids, a football team walking by, cukes. <laughs> He'd be like, oh fuck. Okay, but here's the big thing: was he sticking cucumbers up his ass? I, I don't know. Suppose because okay. if I, he was, because if he was, he deserves to be called Cukes. <laughs> okay, it's one of those like UMass stories, you know? Like, oh, oh yeah. I know my cousin knows somebody that went to UMass and this happened to him. Yeah, yeah he, he ended up banging a chicken in, in the dark, and, and then he woke up and turned the lights on. It was his sister. Like, you know, <laughs> that shit. <laughs> the, the poor kid probably never had this happen to him, but that's probably Tommy's life. Like, hey, you're the guy from Kiss. Yeah, great. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing? Oh, fake you're a rock star. <laughs> fake Ace. Like, oh, fuck, motherfuckers. Fuck. Would you rather be called Fake Ace or Cukes? <laughs> I'll take face, Fake Ace any day over the poor kid named Cukes. I bet you there's somebody at a reunion that fucking walk by go, yeah, Cukes. Hey, look, I brought cucumber salad. Anybody? <laughs> so. Supposedly, someone walked in with him with a cucumber up his ass. <laughs> come on. Like, think of how fucking stupid that is. It's like, come on. Well, I mean, you know. Another fun uh, childhood memory of mine. <laughs> Poor Cukes. Was, was he buddies with King? No, no, oh, no. Okay. He wasn't. He was in um, A, and I was in B. Uh, when they split up 
uh, in junior high. So oh, he yeah. didn't have King. Yeah. Okay. King wasn't like, King! Duke! <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shit. Like, King! Like, oh, my God. Cukes, <laughs> fucking poor bastard. Poor Anyways, All right. another enlightening story for for me to share of my high school days. Oh god! Um, now that we're moving on from Cukes, are we ready to go into this week's subject? Let's talk about Don Lane. Go for it. All right. So, doing our usual YouTube rabbit hole stuff. This has popped up a few times. Not much, but to me. I find it a very rare video. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody really talking much about this. It's a video where Gene and Ace in makeup on the unmasked tour go and visit some guy named Don Lane, who was like uh, the Jay Leno maybe of his day or something. I guess he was a singer or something, Tom. He had, he had a very interesting background. I mean, first of all, he's born, he was born in New York city and he ended up having a, a, a big career in like TV and entertainment and the arts. And then, uh, he had a show from in the sixties. Then he, then he came to the U S then he went back to Australia in the late seventies until the eighties. I'll be honest with you. I, I never heard of him. I don't know his name. And then he had a sports casting career in the nineties. The guy had a very, very varied career, so very cool for him. But I, I, I never heard of him. And like you said, we came across this clip, and we're like, "Holy shit, what is this rarity?" So we are going to play the clip for you, so you can hear it. I would suggest to you guys to find it on YouTube and watch it. Yeah, it's a very visual clip as well as audio. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So we've kind of set up the general what happens. Let's play it for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk about it. How's that? All right, here you go. Who chose Who chose that little piece to go in there? <laughs> Rather smart. Let me tell you, I discovered something today. Uh, being uh, born in the same year, in 1933, Superman was born. What's that? This for real? Yeah. If this is something that I can't, can I read it? Yeah. Then I gag. Oh. <laughs> is that really from, is it, it's not a gag, it's from them? No. Yeah? <coughs> Happy birthday, Don. Sorry we are unable to be with you, but you wouldn't have known us without makeup anyway. Ace, Gene, Paul, and Eric. Oh. I just think it's nice that they took the time to send it in. That's from, uh... Worth bringing it on. <clears throat> is that really from them, or is it somebody playing a gig? Uh, hang on, I don't 
don't, I know what it is. It's ace. And I know who you are. You can't miss the tongue. That's, <laughs> that's an ace. I had to come here because of the money I lost the other day on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he told Is that right? What Dennis Lilly uh, said? You yeah. lost the money on the plane. Yeah. How's it? Look at the way they're looking at you. I feel the same way. I don't believe this is all going on. This is a boot from, uh, you know, one of our past concerts, and uh, we thought we'd give it to you for a birthday. And you've all signed it. You want to try it on? Oh, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Wait a minute, does it go to a 12? <laughs> well, you can on it. I don't care, I'll do anything. Wait a minute, let me see if What's on this Yeah. Hang on, just from one side. You know, you, this is hard to believe because we've been trying to see these fellas and everybody told us that they were busy and we couldn't get... That's bad. Well, look at us, I'm nervous. We're fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> He doesn't know I'm from the Bronx. Yes, I do. That's the wrong foot. It, oh, is it? Wait a minute. I'm not saying you got me too shook up, but you're welcome. In. How's it been? Good? Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, you were in, you were in Perth. Yeah, we were in Perth for yeah, four days. Four yeah, days. and they tell me it was absolutely... Is that true what they said? That, I read in the paper they said that the whole upper section of the place emptied out and that you guys, uh, they all came down to the bottom of the stage or something. They it were everywhere. We, could, we couldn't really see too much of the audience, but it was great. Yeah? You've got a great-looking audience. Yeah. yeah. Give yourselves a hand! of champagne for you and uh, and so so tell me about the, where are the other guys uh, hiding out or something are well, they, Paul, Paul uh, went to New Zealand to see a friend and uh, Eric had a little too much to drink last night <laughs> actually Eric is being actually Eric is being uh, he's being held <laughs> ransom yeah. by two of the fans two of our younger female fans being held ransom yeah. what's it going to cost you to get a bank well yeah. we've got to find out when we get back to the hotel oh yeah <laughs> Did that tongue business? I think, well, the doctor, when I was born, he pulled me out by the wrong appendix. <laughs> what part of the Bronx did you grow up in? Uh, Kingsbridge Road. King, oh, Jesus Christ. That's not no, 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 I wasn't. He was at the church around the corner. I Oh, I grew up on, uh, right off Bedford Park Boulevard. I used to play basketball over there. So you were Clinton High School? That's where I went. He went to that high school. I don't believe it. I went to the same high school. What's he doing? He's doing a thing here with ladies. I had a feeling you'd go to do with Clinton because everybody wants to do with Clinton. That's right. He's fantastic. Look at this. He's doing a whole number here. Right? All right, steal the show. Go ahead. Gene. Go ahead, steal the show. You can collect it. You can collect it. If you know that, you can, you can collect the phone number if you want. You can do a... No, we were just say hello. We were just comparing... Uh, yes, <laughs> appendages, as you said. <laughs> Is that, he and I went to, the, went to the same high school. We went to the same high school. Really? Aren't you delighted with that? Is that Robert Klein went there? Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday again. How, Thank you very how much. old are you today? 47. 47. No, you're not. 47. Girls, he's not 47, is he? Is he no. 47. No. 47. He's 37. I can't believe it. These audiences react to everything. They are in a state of shock at the moment. They're just looking at you. You see, you don't believe maybe that it's not really them. You think it's a gag or something. But I'm telling you, you can't. That's a, There's only one of those. Show them that. <laughs> Anyway, listen, you guys. I can't. That's a lovely birthday present, and I thank you for coming yeah, in. A pleasure. Okay, we've been I hope you. the rest of the the rest of the tour is fantastic for you. Thank you. Have a you. great time. Okay. Thanks you very much. Right, Saturday night. You know. No, I'm going back tomorrow morning. Oh, you, you, you won't be able to go. Maybe I'll see you somewhere without your makeup. Yeah, I'm going to L.A. and then New York. Well, how will you know? I don't know. I'll figure out a way. I'll do something. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Terrific. How's that?
minute it was Bert or something, you know? <laughs> how did you, how, have you known about this at all? What, it just happened? Oh, this boot is going up on my, look, I got a cricket bat from Dennis Lilly in this boot. <laughs> I got the boot from Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> which is which was all right because earlier in the week we got the A. Yeah. Anyway, that's if the other boys are watching it, uh, thank them for me. Will you? That's fantastic that they came in to see us. Mike, huh? when are they here? They're here tomorrow night. Huh? Tomorrow night they're down here in Melbourne and they're on the Australian tour. And I understand it's been a knockout. I read some of the reviews in the papers. Uh, there was one in the Australian the other day that just ranted on and raved on and said that uh, a lot of people expected there was just going to be a lot of noise, and evidently it's not. They say it's a fantastic rock and roll show and a great spectacle as well. Um, that's just wonderful. If Patty Marston's watching, thank you. She's the person that handles all the publicity and manages all this stuff on the road, and uh, I know she must have been responsible somewhere along the way for that, so I thank you also, Patty. Uh, thank Gene and Ace for coming in. We are. bloody big. I mean, I thought I was tall and his hair and tongue came at me. You know? A hair, I've never been attacked by a hairy tongue. That's not us. We have to do this. In 1933, I can't believe that happened. And we're back. And during that time, uh, I was looking at Twitter and looking at the butcher babies. Oh, my Lord. Dear God. Yeah, if you don't know who the Butcher Babies are, I suggest you start following them on social media. Dear God. Redhead is amazing. Oh, so yeah. I showed Tom this photo of her, the two of them, with Rob Halford. And we're just like, Rob Halford's probably like, okay, who's next? Okay, thanks, ladies. Next. Yeah. And me and you are like, dude, I would never leave. I would say the rest of the people of this fucking meet and greet, it's over. It's canceled. Ladies, Let's we're doing a five hour meet and greet with you yeah. two. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Uh, um yes. A- anyways, back to Don Lane. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So I I I had like when I saw this the first time and really like looked at it, I'm like, there is so much of like putting on the shrink hat that I'm seeing. Knowing Kiss now, having done a podcast for them on them for like two and a half years now, psychoanalyzing everything, all sorts of thoughts come up, Tom. How about you? Yeah. At, at first glance, you're like, oh, this is a cute little video. And if you're not a Kiss fan, if you're not a Kiss nerd like we are, where you like everything is the Zapruder film when you're a Kiss fan. Yep. After you watch it once, twice, three times, a couple times, you're like, yeah. You there's a you you're picking up subtle shit that a Kiss fan would not pick up, and it's so indicative of the band dynamics, especially yeah. at that time. Especially at that time in 1980, this was November of 1980. They had just finished doing their shows in Perth, Australia, because it was Don's birthday. Yes, so I bet apparently Don must have been like a nice guy. He seems like he's met the band a few times or something. Yep, yep. and uh, you know he had a he was sitting down in his segment with a live audience and saying. Uh, talking about something. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. He was, <laughs> I think this film, by the way, November 13th, because that was his birthday, at least yeah. at Wikipedia. And yeah. obviously they were there in 1980. They had just finished 
Uh, they were just in Perth. They were talking yep. about that, actually. Yep. Um, so he's on like on a couch talking about it while he's picking his ear with one of his fingers. <laughs> Getting some of that crusty fucking earwax out. Lovely. Ugh. And then somebody from his staff like hands him a letter. Yeah. So he's like, oh, and he starts reading this letter. And it's from the band Kiss wishing him a happy birthday. So I think maybe they were supposed to be scheduled to come on and it made it sound like they couldn't. They had to reschedule. So, but he was reading this and he was almost kind of making like excuses to them. Well, they're they're really busy. So that was really nice of them to write me this letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was he was like first he's like, is this a joke? Like, is this is this really from them? And then he read it out loud and everyone's like, wow. And he's like, this is really from them. He's like, yeah, you know, they, they, they couldn't be here. You know, they're, they're busy. They're touring. And then what happens? Ah. Yep. Gene and Ace come out onto the stage with their unmasked costumes. And I'm going to tell you right now, I know sometimes those unmasked costumes take a beating. Ace and Gene look fucking unbelievable. These costumes, I know that they're over the top too for a lot of people. They look absolutely amazing. I love it. I love it. And Don is legitimately like blown away. He cannot believe that they're there. But one thing that's funny to me, the house band was playing I Was Made for Loving You. And it sounded like something you'd hear in like a cabaret. It was like, I was made for love. It's like that Linda Carter video when she was singing. it. Yes. Yes. And then it's weird because at first, like everybody's kind of like, oh, this is crazy. And it's weird because Gene is all dressed up as the demon. But then it's weird because he's like, he's very, he's like very friendly. He actually like grabs Dawn and starts like dancing with him. It's like, it was, it was weird. I'm like, he looks like the, like the demon, but he's like, not being very demonish. It was, it was kind of weird. What did you think when they came out? Like, what was your like impact when you saw that? The first thing I noticed was like, Ace wasn't like stumbling. He like, he walked out and walking straight. And I'm like, is this Ace? And they were laughing. The guy was genuinely surprised. Yeah. And excited. So he wasn't like, thanks, Tina over to you, Dick. (laughs) Like he was like a personable person. And he yeah. like generally seems surprised and like, wow, shit, they're here. Yep. And they came out and fucking did their thing. I, I noticed how, why the fuck is Ace carrying a boot? Yeah. And uh, then I, you know, quickly look at his feet. And I'm like, is he missing a boot? No. What ah. is this? Ah. So Ace and Gene come out. Ace is smiling. He looks normal. You know, Gene does something with fucking Dawn. I don't know. Um, Ace is carrying the boot and, and what does he say I had it come because I lost all my money on the plane yeah. like, what? What, does, what does that have anything to do with yeah <laughs> I'm thinking like is this a fucking like a band thing like they're all playing poker and he lost right. his money right but and it's a poker thing I'm assuming uh, Ace yeah, we're, we're performing the song we need you to do the solo I'm in a card game, right? <laughs> but the you know again, I, I'm thinking the host. He looks generally happy and surprised. Oh yeah, he and looks really they, happy. Yeah, yeah. And then they give him a boot, supposedly signed by the band. Yep. Why are you giving him one boot? 
<laughs> fucking weirdest thing. And Fuck. while that's and while that's going on, this is the beginning of Gene trying to take over by just sticking his tongue out and wagging it into the crowd. Yeah, I mean Gene is being Gene, right? Right. Right. And then Ace gets like I've never seen Ace be like this on camera. Yep. Ace in character with makeup still like in front of other people, like a TV audience. Ace is talking normal. Oh, he doesn't know I'm from the Bronx. Yep. And then the the, the they're him and the host are going back and forth. I'm from there. Where are you from? I grew up in that neighborhood. And they're shooting the shit and they're having their own private conversation. And then they discover they went to the same high school. Yep. It was awesome. And then and what it, happens? Yeah. So I'm like noticing that dynamic going on. This is Gene. Yep. This what is does the he part. Do? So Gene leaves, camera follows, and goes off of Ace and the host and follows Gene, who goes into the audience in front of young girls and sits on their laps and is talking to them yep. with his taking up their, their personal space, yep. which would never. In a million years happen now But like he's in his face Half the like you can tell the girl's kind of fucking Nervous mm-hmm. and he's talking to her And the crowd's like hey, hey, Kind of like joke like yeah, The girl looked like a teenager like a yeah. young teenager And then he's like Gene come back up there Did you uh, did you want to get her phone number The guy's like, he's like Asking if he wants to get her number And then and then muttering under his breath But loud enough for you to hear it is Ace yeah go ahead and steal the show Gene Twice he says it. Yep. Yep. Twice he says it. Go ahead and steal the show. Go ahead. But before that, the they're continuing the small talk about the Bronx. Yep. He asks, and A says, Paul is seeing a friend in New Zealand. Yes, because yeah, because Don says, Where's the rest of the guys? And this is this is this is the tomorrow show again. Yeah. And Eric had too much to drink last night. Gene like that switches it. Yep. Right? And he cuts him off. No, Eric is uh and he always, you know, everything has to be like overdone. Yeah. And like, oh, like he's a rock star. Uh Eric is being he- held ransom by two uh young female fans. Like I know. He didn't like fucking Ace's answer. I don't think Eric, be honest, I don't think Eric was drunk. I think Eric wasn't invited to this. Really? Yeah. So what, but why, like, why do you, why, why do you think, I think wh- at the time it's a new member? No, me and Ace will take it. I don't know where Paul was. Seriously. Maybe Paul was with a chick or something. No, Paul, Paul was probably like, I'm not doing that. I don't know that guy. Oh, so no way like, Paul would say, no, you think so? Yes. I think yes. Paul would do that in a second. Eh, maybe, but I thought I, it was interesting. But I thought it was interesting how even Don, the host, kind of made like a little joke about how like Gene was kind of stealing the thunder. Because you're right, Don and Ace were having a wonderful conversation about things that they had in common, and Gene, you could just tell Gene's like, no, 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 I can't have this. I got to go fucking sit on some chick's lap. You know, it was ridiculous. Definitely take over. Yep, and take the conversation. He didn't like it. And, you know, this time Ace wasn't doing anything. He was being, he was just talking to the guy. Yep. And he wasn't being like drunk idiot Ace. He was just being like friendly Ace. Yeah. And then the whole go ahead, steal the show. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's, I bet how tiring was that. And then don't, don't, and then after that, Gene comes back from sitting on the girl. And when you watch the video, 
he pushes Ace out of the way. <laughs> he gives him a very light shove, like and it, you can see it. It's he's pushing Ace out of the way. Yep. Host is goes on and on about I can't believe it's really them. Yep. And you know, he's like, oh, you know, show us that tongue. How'd you get a tongue like that? Oh, and then and then Gene with a story. Ugh. Oh, well, the doctor pulled me out by the my appendage. <laughs> like, uh, how'd you get a tongue like that? What do you, what do you expect them to say? I don't know. Now, uh, was this before or after somebody off camera handed Ace a glass of champagne? Ace is <laughs> walking around with a, a glass of champagne, uh, but and somebody I'm off like, camera handed handed yeah. it to him. It was awesome. Yep, yep. And then the the. Uh, the host gets nervous when he says something about one of the appendages or something like that, or one of those, there's only one of those ACE says something. Yeah. I can't tell what it is. Me and neither. the host is like, Oh, whoa. <laughs> it was definitely something that wasn't appropriate for like a family audience. Yeah. It was probably yeah. like, Oh, he, he pulled his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Is that what he does? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But he said something that the host got really nervous. Oh, yeah. Like, what did he say? I wish I could understand what Ace had said at that point. I know. But they they finished their hamming it up. And then they exit and leave to, again, I was made for loving you, Linda Carter style. Linda Carter. Now, one comment during the meeting there with Don, because Don was trying to make small talk because he was clearly surprised. So he looks at Gene. I think it was Gene, and he's talking about the, the show, the concerts that they're doing in, in Perth and how the shows are and everything. And and I caught this. It, I caught it because of going to different shows and going to arenas that aren't sold out. And you could tell Don was trying to make small talk, and Gene wasn't having it because he tried to flip it. He Don's like, yeah, how are the shows going? I heard they're going pretty well. Yeah. I heard that the upper section emptied out and came down onto the floor, and everybody had a really good time. And I'm sitting there going, do you understand what you just said, Don? You just looked at Gene and pretty much said, oh, "I hear your shows aren't sold out." <laughs> because if you're at a, if you're at a, if you're at a baseball game or a concert, if you're sitting up high and you can come down low, that means that the place ain't sold out. And Gene was like, "Well, the shows have been going pretty well." Like he was like trying to cover up but the I fact that they did exceptionally well on those. Uh, yeah, I th- I thought so too, but I thought the way Don's he's like, yeah, I heard all the people from the upper section were able to come down, and and I, I just looked at that as, yeah, the venue wasn't sold out, and people were just having their way with the with the audience. But I don't know, maybe that was just me thinking that. But Gene, it seemed like Gene was a little put off by that comment because he's like, no, the the shows have been going really well. Yeah, it seemed like they've had uh, a previous relationship of some sort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell that there was some kind of friendly, right? friendly conversation going on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, the host is really into this. Oh yeah, he's, he's like really he's happy. like a little kid. You could tell he's like a Kiss fan. Yeah. Then the music comes on. The band leaves. The two guys leave, and then he just goes and narrates, and he's telling. You know, the clip is about ending when he's on the couch talking about future stuff. But then he keeps going back to them. Yeah, bringing up the the visit and like I can't believe it. like it's something like me and you would be sitting there doing the podcast all of a sudden Gene and Ace walk in right like he seemed like that genuinely like excited yeah and happy and that's great to see because usually people are like hi Gene tell yeah. us about your concert this week 
And then it was funny. He looked at the crowd. He goes, he goes, you guys think he goes, you don't think this is real. You think these are people in costume? Like, you don't think this is Gene and Ace? Like, I, I like, but you could tell they look fucking fun. I love those costumes. And those two got the two of them looked amazing, but yeah. it was weird. You know what I thought was weird too. I thought it was weird to see Gene smiling a lot. He never like he looks weird when he smiles as the demon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't look right. And it's funny because they did mention like, oh, I'll see you when, when, when you know, in the United States. Well, how will you recognize us? Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 we're funny. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. <laughs> and that's the end of the clip. But the shrink hat comes on, and I'm analyzing this, and I'm like, what made it Gene and Ace? Now, remember, Ace was closer to Paul, and Peter was always Gene's uh, guy because they were roommates and stuff. And all of a sudden, Paul's not there. So they're like, all right, let's send Ace. Ace seemed generally happy to be there. If you remember any Ace clips that you've seen after, like Peter and stuff, he looks miserable. Yeah. Look at the videos, him talking about the elder and all the shit and unmask. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking here. He looks generally happy to be there on that tour. Yeah. He looked excited to be talking to Don. Like he looked like, like he's like, oh my God, I can't believe we went to the same high school. This is great. Like we're, we're hanging out, we're talking. But it's weird to see that it was it doesn't surprise me so much that Gene was there, but it surprised me that Ace was there because that was the time when it was like when Ace was like, according to what we always thought was like kind of, you know, on the ropes with his with his tenure in the band, you know, but he was complete. He looked completely sober. Maybe he had a little bit of a buzz on. But to see an appear to, to see an unplanned, unscheduled appearance by only two members of the band and having it be Gene and Ace and having Gene be so immature to have to redirect the attention to him was just, I, I, I think that just speaks a lot about maybe how people felt about the band at that time and how Ace felt about being in the band at that time. Cause you even say, he's like, yeah, go ahead and steal the show, Gene. You know, it, it, it was, it, I just thought it was an interesting dynamic. It's not the, and it wasn't an interview. So you could tell everything was completely unscripted off the cuff, totally impromptu. So I think it caught everybody kind of off guard. You know what I mean? The biggest takeaway I get from this, I've never seen Ace see, be so coherent during that era. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And yeah, I agree. Seemed like he's part of, Ace was still a founding member at that time. He seemed yep. like he was there having fun. He seemed like he was all on board. I just, I don't really remember seeing him so jovial, like yeah. happy to be there. Yeah, he wasn't the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill myself if I have to be here any longer. <laughs> Holy it, shit! I think I just shit my pants. And you gotta wonder what prompted the whole thing. Like, 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 how did how did that happen without Don knowing about it? And I just, it, it's just a unique clip because it's like I said, it's not an interview. It's them just kind of photobombing, you know, for lack of a better word, a, a guy that they seem to know. Here, here's where my hat comes on, and maybe some Kiss nerds will come out. Maybe we need to put the Kiss nerd bat light on. Get on it. There you go. Anyway, so what I'm thinking is maybe they, you know, they did really have to cancel because Paul wasn't going to be there, and Gene's like, "No, I'll handle it. I'll just bring Ace." Uh, I don't know that. And then they put that there, and they're probably like, "Look, this tour is going well." Yeah, but it's not. We're not doing well in the U.S. Well, 
all right, I'll bring Ace with me and we'll see how that goes. We'll surprise them. And that's why they did the thing with the letter and he reads the letter. They're not coming because maybe they weren't really going to come. Yeah. And that uh, they're like, no, 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 without Paul, let's not do that. No, I, I've got this star child. Yeah. I will watch Ace and make sure he's fine. And Ace was probably like, shit, here's the other analysis. Shit, I don't have Peter here to back me up. Yep. Maybe that's why Eric is not there. Maybe. Maybe. Right? Maybe. I've got him, Star Child. Don't worry. Keep him away from Eric. Let's not have him get but but during infected. the whole video. But during the whole video, Ace came across looking better, more likable. Gene came across looking like kind of a fucking douche. And you know, I love Gene. Across like, he came across like 80s Gene. Where he yeah. walks up to a female host, yep. like gets like invades her space. Yep. And it's it was just weird. stupid shit. Yeah. It was like, weird. but um I, I I I'm telling you, that whole thing with the way Ace carried himself, yeah. I, I liked it. I'm glad I, to see it because too. the only thing I see of Ace is oh Ace is a mess. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. And right? so, some some of the YouTube comments, I mean, we're not going to read them all, obviously, but yeah. anytime we do these clips, some of the YouTube comments are are, are oh, hilarious. Oh, this like some some someone goes, uh, some of the, one of them was like, yeah, Gene has the social skills of a rock. <laughs> Gene perving out on the young girls. Typical. Um, <laughs> everybody, lo- everybody loves Ace. All the comments were just raving about how great Ace was. Uh, and then somebody goes, yeah, Ace was kicked out of the band because he was cramping Gene and Paul's style. Gene, attention-seeking. Gene, an attention freak. Look at me. Look at me. You know, it, it's, it's it's not just us that sees that. When you see this video, we'll be interested to see what you guys think after you watch yeah. this clip. And it just, it, he just, uh, Gene just comes across childish. And I love Gene. I very rarely criticize him, but he just comes across kind of goofy in this one. Yeah, I just think it's after tomorrow. Yes, it was tomorrow show. I I bet you they were going to cancel, but he they need the publicity. Yeah, and uh, he's like, yeah. I got it under control. Keep him away. Only have Ace come by himself. But somehow Gene probably turned around and was like, Dude, who the fuck put a glass of champagne in his hand? And how did they know to give that to him? <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> exactly. Hey, is, is is there a beverage cat here on the stage? Like what the fuck? You got any tootsie rolls I can grab too? And then Gene probably's like, "Okay, let's cut this one short." He's fucking drinking again. Exactly. exactly. Right. And I was right. drinking. Yeah. And, and I was. And I was drinking. Spaceman, wrap it up. We're out of here. <laughs> exactly. Yep. All, all in all, it's a fun clip. Uh, I find it. I like it because the host isn't like, like. This is Ted Koppel, and you're listening to Gene Simmons of Kiss. This guy is like a fucking cool guy, and he seems happy. The interview was pretty cool for a couple minutes. I think it's a nice little spot in history, and uh, we thought it would be fun if we shared it with you and talked about it. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I, I like these unique deep cut, deep dive clips. You know, again, we're kiss nerds. We got the show here. We like to talk about all different things. We've done, we've talked about the popular clips, you know, Mike Douglas, the, you know, ABC and concert. We're going to do all of them, but every once in a while, just picking out one of these little hidden gems. Yep. And especially at such a weird 
stage in the band's history, 1980, with you know Eric Carr and Ace potentially on the way out. It's it just kind of the uh, the unique one. And again, us Kiss nerds love these things because again, you watch it through a completely different lens. If I was to show this video to my wife, she'd be like, "Oh wow, that's cool!" Like Gene was kind of silly and Ace was kind of you know crazy mm-hmm. and fun. But we watch it we're like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Pause it right here. Look at what they did right there. Like, and, and it becomes. Yeah. You know, it becomes a discussion among the Kiss fans. The first thing we would say is, how is it not, where the fuck is Paul? How the fuck oh. is it not Gene and Paul? That's the yep. first thing you would say. Yep. Exactly. But again, yep. these things, we're not, again, we're not, we're not Kiss uh, theologians. Like, right. we're not writing our thesis on Kiss. We're Kiss fans. There's plenty of things that we talk about on the show or episodes and stuff that I'm just kind of getting into the first time. Yeah, Exactly. So we're like you. We see some of these things and we want to break it down and narrate it and talk about it and get into the discussion. And we're going to find stuff that are kind of out there. Every like in this era to me is something worth discussing oh, yeah. or a video of this era. I love the 79 post double platinum, post alive to me too. 79 dynasty all the way through to creatures of the night. I love that. Meaning the elder unmasked and dynasty and, uh, you know, the, uh, solos and stuff too. Yep. So for me, I love that stuff. Love it. It's, there's not enough about that era. So I know everyone's gonna be like, Oh, I be talking about, you know, the love gun and, uh, rock and roll over destroying stuff. You watch those videos. It's not like you're going to discover, Oh, this is the night they sang Sweet Pain. Or this is the night they did Plaster Caster for on, on this part of the tour. You're not finding any of that shit because right. they were still doing the same original songs that we always heard them play from the beginning. So when you hear a Dynasty or an Unmask or a Solos, those, and, and, and not really um, the Elder, but those songs, when you hear them come out, we're so craving for deep cuts. Like we get into that shit. A video of Ace and Gene? That doesn't come out often. That's why we get into it, and that's why we want to discuss this with you. Yeah, and, and we'll just thought we'll finish up with this. The other thing I like about these videos is that we know that there's going to be people out here listening to this that are going to comment and be like, yeah, I remember this. I remember Don Lane. Good guy. You know, they, they, they're going to the they're going to be people out there that might be able to comment specifically on this moment. And we look forward to that whenever we put these things out there for you Love guys it. to listen in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's our awesome. Australian friends and we got plenty of them. Absolutely. So yep. We want to hear from you specifically. Tell us about this time or you remember the guy, Don Lane. Tell us a story that, you know, he got busted with fucking cocaine and three hookers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know anything about them. So yep, yep. Uh, I find this shit fascinating. We hope you enjoyed this. So, Tom, this is considered a TV appearance. And thus, we're going to rank it as we do with all the TV kiss appearances. And we've already reviewed, uh, I believe, six previous ones. Mm-hmm. And in order of chronologically, not as we've done them, but in the chronological year in appearance of kiss. We'll start from the first appearance that we've reviewed yep. um, by their dates, not ours. ABC in concert, Mike Douglas show, Paul in Halloween special, Land of Hype and Glory, Kiss MTV Kiss Unmasking, Paul and Gene on Oprah. Tom, you want to read your list and then sure. uh, tell us where uh, Gene and Ace on the Don Lane show go? 
Yeah. So my list, I got ABC in concert number one, Land of Hype and Glory, Mike Douglas Show, Paul Lynn Halloween Special, MTV Kiss Unmasking, Paul and Gene on Oprah. And again, when you're ranking Kiss stuff, it it's still Kiss. You know, the the the, the last Kiss thing is still awesome because it's Kiss. So for this one here, this one is a little it's a little unique because it's what we refer to as like a deep cut. You know, it's not famous, it's not popular. No one knows who Don Lane is. At least I don't know who he is. It's not like it was Gene and Ace on like Johnny Carson, but it was unique. It it only had the two of them, but that was a unique pairing, Gene and Ace. They looked amazing. It wasn't an interview, but us Kiss nerds pulling it apart, looking at all the subtleties of what happened during the video. I liked it. It was it was very interesting. There was a lot to pull apart. But that being said, it does suffer from only being two, and it does suffer from not being an interview and not having a live performance. So I'm going to hold all that against it, and I'm going to put it last. But I still like it. I thought it was interesting, and I enjoyed watching it a lot. But it just can't compete with some of those other ones that we have that have the live performances or the interviews. Or So I'm, I'm going to put it at the bottom, but it's still Kiss. Gotcha. Well, um, Tom, then I will uh, have to rank mine. And... This is how I've ranked mine in the past. All right. Uh, Mike Douglas show. Paul Lind is two, three ABC in concert, MTV kiss Unmasking, land of hype and glory. And then Paul and Gene on Oprah is last. Okay. So like you said, there is nothing on this list that I'd be like, oh, I don't even want to watch it. It's right. kiss. Yep. I, I said this to you many times before, and you guys are probably sick of hearing it. It's the same way I feel like Star Wars. I'll watch a movie on Star Wars with Archie Dutu taking a shit. Yep. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm subtly looking at, oh, my God, look at the handle he's using. Oh, my God. So he wipes his ass. This, this is how he puts the toilet bowl. I mean, this is how he puts the toilet paper on the upside, on the top or underneath. Like, I, I would fascinated by that shit. I'd be fascinated with, like, the Godfather behind the scenes extra footage of, like, oh, Fredo, you know, eating a fruit salad. <laughs> While he's banging cocktails two at a time, cocktail waitresses, right? <laughs> I, I, I watch an extra footage of 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 fat Clemenza <laughs> making more pasta. You got your meatballs. You, you got your, your meatballs. I'll, I'll watch some bonus footage footage of Frankie Five Angels. <laughs> Chichi La Porta. Oh, because he's backed up by that uh, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and you give your loyalty to over your own blood. So you know what's going to happen. We're gonna we're gonna start slowly start to pivot from album review crew to movie review crew. Dude, I will do the Godfather all day long. If you thought Hotel California was three and a half hours, <laughs> Godfather that episode will be twice as long as the movie itself. <laughs> yeah, oh. we'll, and we'll talk about the similarities of Salazzo and Joe Torre. <laughs> the, the, the same people, never seen them in the same room at once, right? And we'll t- and we'll also talk about the fact that if Sonny had Easy Pass, he would have been alive. He could have just went straight <laughs> through that toll booth. <laughs> and how ridiculous that hit was! How stupid <laughs> it was! They knew that he'd be flying up that way, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he wouldn't have a bodyguard with him. That's yeah. Why- anyway, see, we're getting into it right now, but that's okay. You can act like a man. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm smart. I can do things. It's not like everybody it's says. Dumb. It's not like smart. everybody says. And I want respect. Settle down, nerd. <laughs> Fredo. Who 
Fredo. He's so fragile. He's so sweet. Translation, he's a fucking nerd. <laughs> Translation, he's a dead man. Put him on that boat. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Poor Fredo. All right. I think I'm making my picks. There you uh, go. My picks. Okay. Where am I putting Gene and Ace on the Don Lane show? Uh, I'm like you, Tom. Uh, I like it, but it's it, it is suffering from no music. It is yep. suffering from not all four members. But then again, I compare it to it's towards the bottom. Yep. So I'm like, is it better than Paul and Gene on Oprah? And I look at it this way. It's Gene and Ace, which is a very unique dynamic. Exactly. You don't see that very often. Yep. Ace is coherent. Yep. And I think it's funny. I think Ace with the fuck. It's good. It's a good it's a good clip. It's a champagne walking around. Hey. Yeah. Where's that fucking Jingo? Hey, went to the same school. Yeah. <laughs> I think that shit's funny. It is good. And so to me, I'll be honest with you, it's a shorter clip, but it's a makeup clip. Yeah. It, it's kind of a hidden gem. I'm putting it number six. I okay. had Paul and Gene on Oprah. Okay, and you know what I'm thinking? I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth because I have the Oprah thing one higher, but it, it still has the same issues. It's only half the band, and there's no live performance. But it does it. But it is an interview, and it has those horrible quotes from Paul <laughs> with his Captain Crunch outfit too. So that was cool. <laughs> but you also get to meet the angry fucking lady who's dating the the band manager Saxon. <laughs> That is exactly correct. So it's that's, that irreverence right there, too. That, to give it one of those, like, what the fuck? But I don't know. I'll take Ace out of nowhere showing up with a glass of champagne. Hey, what's going on? That's true. That is true. So yeah. anyway, I, I like this. Can't wait till the next one. And uh, you know what we do next? Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com, and for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At ClickTeaShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. And the question of the week comes from the curmudgeon <laughs> Tony Musalam guitar shredder extraordinaire for Restrained who we He's love. working on a new album right now. Yes, and that will be out in 2038. <laughs> God of War is still out and it's a great album. Pick it up, guys. Oh, Restrained.com. Awesome. Restrained is all over our fucking page. Yep. We talk with Tony all the time. You can find Tony at Restrained, I believe, is the or the Restrained the band is the Twitter handle and stuff like that. Yep. Ask us, and we're happy to set you guys up and meet up with Tony and his band and listen to some of their music. It's on Spotify and shit. You should be able oh, to yeah. find all of it. Oh, it's awesome! Absolutely, but buy Check them out. the actual music, the CD, the album. Buy yep. it. It's yep. better for the band. So, anyway, yep. that's it. I'll, I'll, so, I'll get off, and because I don't want Anton. To flip out on me and put more curses on me. <laughs> so his question, I like these one. Th th this could actually be a friggin' episode. We kind of had one close to this, but which Kiss lyric would make the best P 
pickup line. Oh. <laughs> you know the first thing that comes to my mind? What? I want to hear yours, and I'll tell you if it's the same lyric. Oh, God. It, it, it's so, like, ugh, I mean, off the cuff. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it it's so. <sighs> Guess it. I, honestly, I'm thinking like something like maybe uh, maybe like something like ladies' room kind of pops into my mind when oh, I think of that. But go ahead. I was thinking you were going to come back to the first one that pops in my head. What? Hey, put your hand in my pocket. Grab onto my rocket. That would work. That would. But it, that's not even really a pickup line. That's kind of like a demand. <laughs> it's kind of like a sexual assault. <laughs> like you know, or you could just come across and say. You're such a jewel in the rough. You want to show me your stuff? <laughs> My head goes to the pocket. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, put it this the way. first of cheesy lines that you would throw out. I mean, it's a fucking great question. We've done episodes that are kind of related to this, so you could have given us a whole other friggin' topic here, but I'm going to go with something off a of ladies room. Zeus is going to go with something off a of take me, which ironically two songs off a of rock and roll over is our first answer. Yeah. So what's your backup? Oh, Jesus Christ. Now you're going to give me a backup. Um, Oh God. Uh, it, it, I mean, again, it's so funny because I keep going to rock and roll over. Cause I keep thinking of all these songs. Like I want you or, or, uh, or making love. Come on, baby, don't leave me sad. Cause you're good looking, the best I've had. I've got a couple from a great fucking deep cut off of a s- asylum. Oh, you got no. dirt under your fingernails. What I'm thinking can land me in jail. <laughs> there you go. Dude, imagine a woman never meeting you and hearing that. Oh, but you know, the other classic, classic. And I thought you've dropped this many, many times. Hey, go, go ahead. Just listen, babe. Take my advice. Why settle for seconds when you can have the best? So let me be your king bee. I want your hornet's nest. Well, that's a great one, too. And then if you, here's another one. I got the urge to merge. You're as cold as ice. Baby, won't you let me in? Fits like a glove. Oh. I mean, you could just keep getting. You notice they're all, they're pretty much all Gene songs for the most part, too. We need to stop because this is an episode. It's, I was just going to say it's becoming an episode. So, Tony, yeah. awesome question, buddy. We love you. You, you. you almost just turned this question into an episode, which it might be. So, thank you, my friend. That's awesome. Perfect. Tom, where can people find us? All right. So, uh, as you heard at the beginning of the episode, our email address, we love hearing from you guys. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please send us your emails, comments, feedback, questions, concerns, anything you want. We'll read them. Uh, we read most of them on the air, but we do read every single one of them. So, and then, of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, very active on all those. Reach out to us, tag us in your questions or comments or posts. Or you could send us the DMs, too, on on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All that stuff. That's awesome, too. Uh, and, of course, you can uh, check us out on Patreon, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Again, we want to thank Austin for being a new part of the Patreon family. Check us out on the Patreon website or the app. You can search for us and take a look at what we offer. Uh, and, of course, we're part of the great Pantheon podcast network of shows. Tons of great shows. Check us out. We're on all the big platforms, wherever you find a show. If you're 
looking for a particular platform that we're not on, we'll we'll make it happen. So let us know. And of course, our buddy Ed from Click T Shop, uh, our question of the week sponsor, a good friend of the show who designed our amazing logo. He sells some awesome shout out loudcast stuff on his website, as well as his amazing Kiss inspired gear with cool graphics and logos. Awesome stuff. Check him out. Click T Shop. Click with a K. Our buddy Ed is a good guy. And he also has the album review crew shirt. You can always check out too. So if you get that shout out loudcast one, add the second for your collection there. Uh, Tom, I always tell people they can subscribe to us on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. And, um, you know, when they're the YouTube comments are really been growing lately. And yes. The subscribers have as well. So thank you for that. And we appreciate it. So even if you don't want to use YouTube, Feel free to subscribe. It also helps us. So yep. we always tell people to give us one of those five star. Star. And that is because <laughs> the lady instead, when he says Saul, the mom on that on that jerky boys clip keeps going, Star? After Saul. All, after Saul all this Rosenberg. time, you're after all this time, you're explaining that. Yeah, I I think I have to tell some okay. people that. Okay. And then all that's right. why I always always put star? And that's the same one that she says, well, I want to go, I want to go to the little nudist camp with Jim. <laughs> and that's when she says, you do. <laughs> now you guys have gotten the explanation. Oh, I love it. Anyways, give us one of those five star child reviews on Apple iTunes. We really appreciate those guys. That's a big help to us. You'll definitely get the shout out with doing that. Uh, please Feel free to email us. Obviously, we love the emails. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. And Tom already mentioned, but please remember the DM. You can always send us a DM, something you want to uh, send to us and uh, discuss with us. You know, it was perfectly said. A few people said that on our correspondence this week, Tom. Yep. That I'm the same way. Now that I found, like, I love it loud. I always had Murph. Like loves the Eagles as much as I do, like that's a release for me. Yeah. So if you have people that you like certain bands or you like a genre of movies, Tom, you like horror movies. You might not have anybody, but you might find somebody online that you can discuss these things with. Yeah. You might not have anybody that talks about the fact that you like jazz or Steely Dan, and I like '90s country. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean. I don't have anybody I can talk to about and suck on. You like that Tracy Lawrence album? No, the Pam Tillis album is better. Like, I don't have anybody I can talk to about that. Finding us for a lot of these people don't have a kiss outlet. They don't have friends that are into kiss, but they are. And that's why I feel free to share that shit with us. DM us. This is your kiss family. Yeah, it's awesome. Shout it out loudcast and loudcasters are awesome. We yep. can disagree. We can tell people to eat a bag of dicks. And the next week we're making them fucking comment of the week. It doesn't matter. Have mm-hmm. some fun with it. Key inclusive. Ha- you know, this is something that should be enjoyable. It shouldn't be difficult. It shouldn't be annoying. It shouldn't be aggravating. We love interacting with all you guys. And you guys, if you want to talk about kids, feel free to write to us. You can even tell us. Some people say don't share anything. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah, yep. we don't have to. Yep. And which leads me to one little thing, lasting thing that I want to say. And that is, um, unfortunately, we had some sad news in the Loudcaster Kiss family. And that is, uh, unfortunately, Costa's father did pass away. 
Um, and we want to give our heartfelt uh, condolences to him and his family and loved ones. Um, he kind of uh, talked to us a little bit about it. And I know you loudcasters out there will uh, share some of your sentiments with Costa in his time right now. And we love you, brother. So I know, Tom, you had something you want to say as well. Yeah, Costa, we love you, buddy. Um, we're, we're praying for you. We're thinking of uh, of you and your family, uh, hoping that you're hanging in there and being as strong as you can during this uh, this horribly difficult time. Uh, I, I've been there. Uh, I, I, I understand the, the feeling and the difficulty that it is. And uh, we're thinking of you, and hopefully you can uh, jump in and listen to some Shout It Out Loudcast, put a smile on your face, but uh, know that there's a, a bunch of us out there that are rallying around you and your family, and uh, we, we hope you're doing as well as possible, my friend. Yeah, um, I, I didn't know how to type a lot of the Greek that I know. Like, Ma, text it to me so I can put it in Greek. I don't have the Greek alphabet like she does. So when my mom hands me her phone to fix it, no work, fix it. She gives it to me. I'm like, Ma, this is all in Greek. She has like the keyboards all in Greek. I'm like, I, you know, I'm thinking of my Greek school training. I can barely read. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like trying to get her to text me. But anyways, I can say it to you, buddy. So and then that is Zoisa Sas. Uh, you know, um, my condolences to you and your family and, uh, buddy, I hope this, uh, podcast can give you just a little bit of, uh, you know, joy and a uh, smile, uh, and we'll continue to try to do that for everybody out there. Yeah. And so, uh, what we normally do here at the end of our show, we like to give famous last words, which are kiss lyrics. Oh boy. Well. In honor of Paul not appearing on the Don Wayne show, (laughs) uh, I'll I'll read some words of wisdom from him. I keep on hearing your road never bends. You ain't committing no crime. I hear you sleeping with one of my friends. Tell me why. I want to know the reason why. Ooh. (laughs) So that's that's fucking, I want to know. I, you're going to tell me because I'm Paul Stanley. You need to tell. I want to know the reason why, why you're banging my friend. <laughs> Cause I don't want to bang you star child. Cause there's no more bang, bang you. Yeah, exactly. All right. I got one for you, Tom. Oh, I love you. <laughs> you're the only one who could make me feel love was smart. I feel you deep inside of me. Beating up against my heart. And I found out. How can you not like out. Unmasked? How do you not like that album? I like that song. That's the only real song I like by Paul. And because our good buddy, Daryl Alber, who is Uh-oh. the best over at uh, Pantheon Podcast, Darryl's he created that clip. Oh, yeah. that dancing with those guys <laughs> to this song. Found, ever since that, I fucking love the song even more. <laughs> well, we should post that up there, Tom. I was just going to say, this is an unmasked theme weekend. The lyrics, yeah, I mean, it's, ni- it's 1980, the unmasked tour. So, we'll, yeah. We'll need to probably post that up there. And I yep. found out. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Tom, thank you. Loudcasters, thank you. Um, Kiss Army, thank you. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, 
great stuff as always. We we just have a great time doing this show and interacting with you and reading all your stuff. It's uh like we said at the beginning, one big happy kiss family. So uh thank you for being a part of it. Well, we love you guys. Peace out, Girl Scout.